Welcome to the HV Audit Training and Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Hungerford. This podcast brought to you by Hungerford Vinton, LLC. Today's topic is hidden asset investigations. In a matrimonial case, it's where a spouse tries to hide assets. In a bankruptcy case, it's where a company or an individual tries to hide assets from banks or vendors. Okay, so how do they do it? Well, usually they shift those assets or that income to another party. A lot of times in a matrimonial case, it's a related party. Brother, sister, uncle, whatever. In a bankruptcy case, it's usually a vendor or a supplier that you have a really good relationship with. So you want to look for preferred payments, which are payments that fall outside the normal terms of that vendor. Essentially, if you find preferred payments, that vendor has to return the money back to the bankruptcy pool to be distributed to the debtors. In addition, there could be transactions that have abnormally large gross margins. In other words, they're basically overpaying for something to try to hide their assets with that particular vendor or co-conspirator. Of course, they could be paying to fictitious vendors or individuals. In these cases, those checks are usually outstanding. So follow up on large outstanding checks that haven't been cashed. Now back to the matrimonial side of things, and I'm reminded of the old Johnny Carson joke. The difference between a divorce and a separation is a separation gives the spouse time to hide the assets. In these cases, you're usually looking for a transfer of assets to a related party, a sibling, a parent, an uncle, an aunt, whatever. But the thing is, you'll be able to see these transfers of properties usually through governmental records or online databases. So make sure you use these things. Also, watch out for sales agreements in which there could be forgery. You'd be surprised how many people will forge their spouse or soon-to-be ex-spouse's signature just to get a deal through to hide an asset. Another area to focus on is mischaracterizing expenses, taking personal expenses and moving them to your business expenses. This makes your business look less profitable and therefore may reduce the valuation used for the matrimonial settlement. So hopefully you've got an accounting system with an audit trail. An audit trail that'll show what transactions were changed, who changed them. You'll see if the accounts have been changed, if the vendors, amounts, dates, any of these things could be changed. And this could be done to hide a payment to the individual and put it under a vendor's name or throw it into a a common business account for that vendor. Now when a spouse is claiming that they've had a bad year or sales are way down from previous, you can look at transactions that have flown through the cash accounts and by adding up the receipts you might find there's way more money that's come into those accounts than they're claiming. Another indicator that someone might be concealing assets is they've had a lot of recent travel to offshore tax haven locations. Other things to remember when you're looking for the hidden assets are things like security deposits, prepaid assets, or things like frequent flyer miles, even hotel points. It's all part of assets that may have been accumulated during the marriage that now are being hidden from the matrimonial valuation. Do you know that as a spouse, you have the right to ask the Human Resources Department of the organization that your spouse works for to find out if there's any deferred payments, any bonuses, anything that might be not paid yet but being withheld for future payment to your spouse that was earned during your marriage. Other items to keep an eye on are royalties, patents, or copyrights. There may be a value there that needs to be used. 
There could be a timeshare out there in your spouse's name. What if your spouse is a hobby collector, such as coins or sports cards? These things need to be found and valued. So now that you've looked at bank records, looked at financial statements, done analysis, and also looked at governmental records and online search databases, one of the things to notice is whether you're missing any data. As I've said before, missing data is the number one indicator of fraud. I've seen situations where certain bank accounts are missing or certain months are missing from the bank account statements. I've also seen where things have been whited out so that you can't see what that line entry is. In almost every case where there was missing data, there was fraud. Well, that's all the time I have for today, so I hope this podcast has helped you with your search for hidden or concealed assets. Until next time, happy auditing. This podcast brought to you by Hungerford Vinton, LLC. www.hvaudit.com <laughs>